Welcome to episode 326 of Coffee Pods and Wads, self-made training program, .com. Get yourself a free trial for 14 days. You will not regret it. I do it. I've done it for like eight-ish months now. Love it. Never do the same thing twice in the same way. It's fantastic. It's like that man into a river analogy. Um, they are powered by Fitter, and you too could be powered by Fitter. If you go to get.fitter.training, you can do a free trial there and see how your coaching can be taken to the next level with white labeling and branding and benchmarking and an absolute ton of other ways to improve your offerings. Join.whoop.com forward slash CPW. Speaking of improving, you can improve your sleep, your recovery, and by virtue of doing that, you can improve your performance, one would assume, if you listen to it and, you know, put all your data in and let it use your data to spit out some advice and some tips and tricks. Otherwise, it's just pretty expensive uh, wristband if you don't do any of that stuff. At skd.co, you can go. They've launched their new kind of college series. Pretty cool uh, unisex sweaters on there. You can use CPW LSKD or LSKD CPW. LSKD CPW. There's the one. You can use that for a discount as well. GoWad are also offering a free trial. You can go to GoWad.app or download the app and start your free trial. And built for athletes, CPW15 for a discount on, they've got wash bags, duffel bags, your classic gym bags, small and large. They've also got some of those Red Bull suitcases and luggage stuff. They've got some really nice stuff. Um, If you buy one, drop me a DM and I'll send you a patch. That seems like a pretty fair trade. Um, Use CPW15 for a discount on there. Today's guest is Alexis Raptus. Uh, we chatted last week. She was on a little podcast tour. Um, we chatted last week uh, just after she announced that she wasn't going to be doing Rogue. We talked about her colitis diagnosis, her trip to Bali, her performance at the Games. We talked about training Think Tank. We talked about a heap of stuff. Enjoy it. So cool. <clears throat> I came home from work last ne- last week and there was like like so many boxes at my door and I was expect I knew LSKD had sent me something and yeah. I was like oh I hope it didn't get wet in the rain like the parcel was my thought and oh then turn around the corner and I was like what the fuck and it was just like I could just see a like what was undeniably a barbell like with rogue on it and I was like mistake like that was the first thing that came into my head was like wrong address but then I was like what are the odds that someone else in this estate would like know what rogue is and know you know like it just yeah. there's too big of a coincidence um so and all the stuff have my name and address but like no no like nothing else no invoice no nothing it was just like stuff so oh. i was really i was at first i was really reluctant to open it because i was like if i open this is it going to like you know automate an automate an email that'll just say beep you now owe us like two thousand five hundred dollars or whatever um but yeah, no, it's really cool. And it's actually, like, I was thinking about it afterwards. It's so clever because the logo's just there, like, constantly in shot. Yeah, like, she's right in forever. my eyes. Yeah. Um, I love it, though. That's yeah. so nice. Yeah, really nice. Um, I had, like, this kind of bockety, like, shit rig before. It was, like, homemade by some guy who, like, oh, I can Ooh. weld. Um, and it's only now that I use this one because I haven't been an affiliate in ages. And it's only now that I use this one that it's like, oh, now I understand like what it's supposed to. I remember what it's supposed to feel like when you re-rack a bar that you're not supposed to be like every time you do it, that you're supposed to have confidence in the structure. Um, Yeah, that's that's, good. You got the best one there is now. Yeah, I'm actually wondering if I'd be able to do pull-ups, like not kipping or anything, but like Mm. I imagine once I secure, like if the bar can't slip out, I could surely just do like, kneel on the ground and do pull up oh, like you know or is there a bar above i can't see no there's nothing above but i actually think you can you can get an attachment that like because oh. there's a there's a hole yeah there's like seven holes a lot like you know spaced out holes that can't i don't think they can be for the j-hooks because they're like the wrong and there's i don't know oh like interesting one there one there and one there i don't know anyway i'll hmm. see you probably can get an attachment or something um but yeah, that was a nice surprise. Um, oh, the other day, surprise. I want a garage gym. Yeah, look at this, Those. Alexis doing the world tour. Alexis on podcast tour this week. You have done a lot of podcasts. I know. Um, I'm... <laughs> you because 
I have a little bit of free time. Yeah, but it's like it's um, it's funny as well because like it's nice it's nice when people want i imagine i don't know when everyone's talked to me but it's nice i imagine it's nice when people want to have you on their show and then but then is there a thing of like well, where were you like 12 months ago like where how come how come you weren't messing yeah, me right? like yeah yeah no i um i find myself in the season like um saying no a lot more just like I get stressed out about stuff easily and honestly like when I'm training really hard I have no energy to get on a podcast and talk sometimes and um so right now I'm like this is kind of the perfect time to take advantage of it and say yes and um yeah take the time and chat with people that I haven't talked to in a while I feel like I've been pushing off like Savan's podcast for five months now <laughs> yeah um I, I, like because you were supposed to be on his like oh, about like two or three weeks ago yeah i was supposed was to postponed. Yeah. but before that like before the games mm. like i felt so bad he asked me like four times but i just like things kept coming up yeah and, yeah. Um, yeah i mean it just worked out now where i like said yes to him weeks ago not even knowing like what day this was going to be and then everything happened and then yeah <laughs> all this is happening but it's good yeah it's funny as well because like i there's this i don't know this kind of i know my place like i know where i i know where i sit on like a, a hierarchy of importance um so when i saw that you're on with savannah i was like i just won't i just won't do mine <laughs> i was like i'm not doing it the same day like so I'll, I'll do it like i'll postpone it or something and then i was like oh but if i postpone it then that's like i don't know i was like i'll just leave it um you are in the right place i just saw i just saw your message you are in the right oh place. yeah no you're good um this guy mikey i'm just gonna embarrass him on uh, international airways he did uh he's a photographer and videographer he does like emma mcquaid stuff and sam you know sam stewart don't you he was over with the, oh yeah yeah i love sam yeah, yeah. so yeah, he, does loads of, he, he does loads of sam stuff um if you basically if you ever see a video of sam that isn't shit mikey did it <laughs> and if it is shit sam did it himself <laughs> if it's if it's him lifting sam did it himself and if it's looked like it was filmed on a potato sam did it himself but if it's got any level of quality to it mikey did it um yeah, Mikey's a big fan of yours. Big fan. Oh. Um, I'd say because I, I heard you on Savannah earlier on, you were talking about um potentially having a boyfriend and stuff, and I could actually hear Mikey's heart break from where, and I'm like at least eight miles anything. away. He just like, well, I mean, it's like you know, no, the world, the world may never, the world can think what they want. The world might never what? <laughs> the world may never know. Yeah. Um. How do you find doing this kind of stuff, like doing, because um, I watched your day in the life um, mm -hmm. for Think Tank. I watched as much yeah. as I could on Savannah. I had my kids with me. So, you know, obviously I have to kind of pick and choose when to turn up and down the volume <laughs> on Savannah's show. Um, but, uh, and I watched you on Spin last night. Like, how do you find um, that, like being, like being the focus or being the center of that kind of thing, like where it's like your story and about you are you is that something you're comfortable with or something that you've learned to become comfortable with or something natural um i think just learn to be comfortable with it yeah like we have media people at our gym every single day so i feel like since moving here it's kind of just like i don't even think about it anymore um and stuff like yesterday it's like for me i i like telling my story and like getting the platform to um, actually like talk about it and explain things and have a conversation and um, like get to know people better that like I feel like I have gone back and forth with you over DM and like to put a face and actually get to know you. Um, I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you were on spin last night um, and you were talking that was like a newsy kind of uh yeah slot, slot i guess and you were talking about your announcement so you're you're you've withdrawn from rogue um because well you've withdrawn from rogue and you could have just said i'm withdrawing from rogue but you mm -hmm. said oh, i'm withdrawing from rogue and it's because i have colitis and i've had it for years and you kind of explain in detail in the post 
mm-hmm. about um you know the effects that it had and stuff and it's actually like one of the things that really stood out is the fact that you made it through semi-finals is nuts oh like like there was so many comments from people on like different videos and different posts and stuff being like like i have colitis this is not possible like it's it's inhuman to be able to keep going i don't even know how i made it through like i guess only the people that were around me saw like my actual state of what i'm like what what i was going through and where i was at um but it's just crazy like i think it's i think it goes back to how powerful your mind is because like my body literally was shutting down i had like no control over what was happening but mentally i was just like i have a job this is the only weekend i can qualify for the games like it was almost like i don't have a choice and it's like it's i don't know unhealthy but also i was like so proud of myself for being able to just kind of like not shut it out not like not shut it out I was still feeling it all but just like prove to myself that no matter how uncomfortable I am how much in pain I am like if I can get something if I can get through something like that like I can get through anything um and yeah I mean it was horrible like you shouldn't have to worry about that when you're in the middle of your competition you should be focused on your competition I was not focused at all on my competition. I was like, just please do not diarrhea on this runner right now. So I don't really know much about it. Is is it like a cousin of celiac disease? Is it like similar? Um... Is it like I, a, a is it like a bacteria in the gut or is it like a like no, an auto, autoimmune thing or something? Yeah, yeah. So celiac, I actually got tested for that. I don't have that. Um, that's like, um, I want to say it. I don't know all the details, but like more of a gluten intolerance. Yeah, it's like inflammation and stuff. I think. Yeah. Yeah, this is inflammation as well, but um, it's not necessarily just like gluten. Um, but it's very triggered by like different. Like, people are all different, obviously, but, like, food, stress, um, like, trauma, life changes, anything that, like, kind of just throws your body off. Um, What's the difference between it and, like, IBS, then? Um, I mean, this is something, when you're, like, diagnosed with it, you, like, you have it forever. Okay, it's not, okay. It's, yeah, it's not, like... I don't know. I don't know everything about IBS, but I know like I, I I gather IBS might be like a fleeting thing that you can. Yeah, maybe. Can I think like, maybe yeah. this is a little bit more severe. Um, I know people like throw around the word IBS, um, but yeah, probably similar symptoms. I would yeah. And how does it manifest itself then? So is it like cramps and pain, or is it just like no appetite, feeling full? Like what's the what's the manifestation um, of it? Yeah, so this time around, um, I mean, typically it's just like um, very uncomfortable, like cramps in my stomach and then diarrhea, which then like when you get to the point where you're so sick, like you don't have any water in you. And so then after that, it's like, okay, now I'm so dehydrated that I feel lightheaded. I have no energy. Like it's just like a trickle effect almost. And um that's where I was at at semifinals. It was just like my body was nothing left. Um, this time around was a little bit different because I had a bacterial infection from my trip. And that like just made things way worse. So with that, I was experiencing like this bloating feeling that I've never had. That's like never, um, what do you call it? Bally belly, isn't it? Is that what you call yeah, it? That's what they, that's yeah, that's what they call it there. Like the doctors. Um that's what they said. Like everyone gets it when they come here. And I was like, why do people keep coming here that I, I, yeah, it was crazy. Um, and <laughs> you should, you should cordon this place off. Don't let people in. <laughs> well, like, yeah, it was, it's just nuts. And, um, that Cause isn't, it, isn't like, it a thing there that like people are always, you always hear about people being really careful, but then they forget and they put like ice in their drink or like something yeah. small like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, we were when we were all freaked out because they put ice in all your drinks, and so every time we would just be all looking at each other, like, "Are we good? Are we not good?" And I think there's like a trick if you can see through the ice, 
like you're good. But if it's like cloudy, then you shouldn't drink that. And so I kind of on it because it was like um, this incredible place that we're at. Yet I'm like worried that I don't know like what's safe to drink. I don't know what's safe to eat because my stomach is already like sensitive and I already yeah. have colitis. And so um, it was just hard for me to enjoy myself because I was just sick the whole time. But basically this time around, it was like nausea to the max. I could not, I like, it, it just felt like I was going to throw up all day. And then um, obviously the diarrhea, um, just like so fatigued because it was like as much as I drank, I was so depleted. I felt like I just couldn't even drink enough water to like feel healthy, like a normal human. Yeah. Um, but so it's even little... like there's there's the, there's like I think everyone's had diarrhea at some point in their life. But like yeah. there's that like I had uh, I didn't actually have diarrhea, but I had like a stomach cramp the other day. I started eating like loads of meat. <laughs> so like oh. one of my friends was like, "Oh, you should try eating like meat and fruit and just do it and see what you think." I was like, "Okay, yeah. like fuck it, I'll do it for October and just see what happens." So oh, like you're still doing it. Yeah, they were like, "Oh, they, like I talked to a couple of guys and they were like, oh, just eat.' You can you basically can't." overeat meat because like you just can't stomach much you like you'll stop whereas you can overeat like oats yeah, or carbs. pasta or whatever yeah. so they were like just just try and see what happens i was like okay so like eat meat <laughs> and then last night we went to the swimming pool with my kids and i had eaten a like a pound of a pound of beef like a pound of like ground beef in like burgers before we left i was like starving um ate like pound of meat and like fruit and shit and then like went and we were in the pool and i was like just about to walk out from the shower with my son and i was like got a like a debilitating cramp in my stomach like i was like oh my god like i have been stabbed in my stomach like and my son is like two he was like man i was like just give me like five seconds i was like i mean it got like I was like, like my whole intestines are gonna just shoot out onto this back wall, or we're good, <laughs> one or the other. Like there's no in between here. I'm gonna be absolutely fine in five seconds, or this white room will be brown. Like one of yeah. two things is gonna happen. Uh, yeah. Now just pass. It was fine. But and I I text one of the guys and I was like, is this like? He's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like totally well, like that, that feeling is what I felt on that 800 meter run. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, have, you ever, have you ever seen the video is i think was it at regionals or something where there's a guy on the runner and he pukes <laughs> there's a oh. judge standing behind him and it just gets, like flipped around yeah oh god yeah not a good feeling yeah no awful um and because then <clears throat> you can't even trust yourself then i assume like where you're like yeah because it's not yeah. like if you have uh if if one has like really like really bad diarrhea you can't trust like you can't trust anything so like no. you're and you and like you you could feel totally fine and then be like oh i like immediately need the bathroom like right yeah. now like yeah. i i need to currently be sitting on it and i'm five feet away or whatever so like if you're just especially running like running is last night if someone had said to me in the shower like hey go for a jog i'm like man <laughs> no like this yeah. this isn't like yeah that's awful yeah but when awful. someone's like oh the crossfit games are on the other line of this like you suck it up but when you were doing that like say after semifinals and you qualified have you got that fear then like is that playing like do you do you just kind of rectify what you can and and like better whatever you can and then put it totally out of your head obviously watch your diet and stuff and you know you're careful about what you're trying to eat and stuff and avoiding trigger foods or whatever but do yeah. you put do you try and push that thought to the back of your head like get rid of it of oh shit what if this happens on thursday uh, in madison or what like do you allow um, yourself to think of that or do you just forget about I it i don't even i don't even think that at all um because it like it, it hasn't happened to that extent ever so in my head i was like this is honestly worst case scenario and I got through it. So I, I was just like, whatever happens, like I'm going to be good. And, and honestly, like after that competition, it was kind of a wake up call. Cause I had been putting off, like seeing a doctor for a long time. Um, and like semifinals after that was like, okay, I need to get help now. Like things are as bad as they can get. 
And so once I did that, I felt so good. And so I have confidence that I'll never get that bad again. So you think the Bali thing is because of Bali, not because yeah. of yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. And before before semifinals, was your was like how long have you had it for? Do you think? I mean, I found out about it in 2019, but I started okay. like 2018 is when it started. Um, and were you just like, oh, I've got a bug? Or whatever, 2018, you were just like, oh, God, we have a weird yeah, tummy. I don't know. Like, I talking to people, it's, like, more common than you think, like, stomach issues. And a lot of people were like, oh, like, I have diarrhea, too, whatever. And so I, I just kind of, like, <laughs> put, in their hand put it off. Like, oh, I have diarrhea, too. <laughs> okay. And so, I mean, I probably went, like, a year with, like, yeah. on and off feeling like that. And until I, like, saw the first doctor and found out about it um and then like i'm good for a while and then you know like there's certain little things that'll happen like flare-ups and um semifinals happen to be one of them and then like traveling i've also learned from a lot of other people who don't even have colitis that like traveling there's like a thing called traveler's diarrhea like people just get sick and their stomach gets out of whack because they're eating they're not eating their normal foods and like traveling somehow like something about it because i'd say aircon air and all that kind of yeah, stuff probably like has to be, yeah. everything your body's just out of whack like you're in a new place new time change like new time zone everything is different in your body like i mean everyone's body responds differently but it's common for people to get sick or have digestive issues when they travel um so, do you think do you think that stress is the main thing then? Because like if everyone I, reacts to different foods, is stress the kind of yeah. underlying commonality then? Yeah, I think so. I mean, traveling for me is stressful. Like it's always stressful no matter how far I'm going. Um yeah. and then what about so coming up to the games, are you just totally fine? No problems. You weren't yeah. like did you I, find that high stress or were you kind of like, it's fine, I've made it. No. Let's just see what happens now. And no, literally semifinals. I think is the most stressful time of year. And then after that, it is like, oh, it's the best because you're just getting, you're training as hard as you can. You're getting as fit as you can. And you show up to the games and it's like, I'm ready to just leave it all out there. Like pour everything I have into this weekend, have so much fun, like perform. It's so fun. It's not for me, at least it's not like stressful, like semifinals at all. Hmm. I, I don't feel like that um there's two from david Cork here he says he's a big fan first that's nice yeah. um and then he says think tank looks like a great team would you ever envisage moving to hwpo or proven in the future um like i mean it's an obvious no i'm assuming what is it about think tank that uh that you like like what is there is it obviously it's multifaceted but like what are the things that stand out about think tank that are like yeah okay this is home um, I mean, my coach, I've worked with him for four or five years now. Um, and I trust him like literally with my life. I feel like the relationship that we've built in the past, um, three or so years of like trying to make it to the games. I, I feel like I could never have that with someone else. Like he, he, like him and I are just so, um, in sync with everything and like we completely trust each other and i don't know it's just like a relationship that is super super special to me and i wouldn't want to do it with anyone else and um there's multiple like we have a running coach we have swimming coach we have everyone there that i feel like i need to like be the best athlete i can be i have training partners i have just like an amazing support group and i feel like it's like a family um i'm happy here like i have no complaints and no desire to ever leave mm. yeah um is he the way he seemed the way he came across in the day in the life video is he like kind of mellow and like not almost oh, like yeah. stoic yeah yeah well, yeah he is like i'm like just a lot for him and he is like so chill i'm just so thinking nice. if like ashley is around as well and if there's a lot going oh my on God. it's amazing it's so amazing they are polar opposite people but yeah like 
he's so chill and relaxed but my favorite thing it doesn't happen very often is when i do something like impressive or like crazy or something like i'll leave a leave the competition floor and just like destroyed it and we just see each other and it's just like i see a, a side of him that i feel like most people don't get to see when he's so fired up yeah and that's like my favorite thing that's cool i it is though a common thread of like a lot of coaches that are just like i remember one of my first experiences of being at a competition and watching like like what i've always watched like what was happening on the floor but watching what was happening in the warm-up area and that kind of stuff as well mm -hmm. and being like focused on that i remember in we were like one of the european semi-finals seeing like john singleton from the program and i was like i have never seen anyone more relaxed or more like like he was essentially lying down walking around he's just like and his athletes were all like his girlfriend was about to go out and compete and like there was this spot at the games on the line and he was just like you know, like moving something out of the way and just kind of like, like if he could constantly shrug his shoulders, he would have been constantly shrugging his shoulders. Oh my God. Um, and I remember asking him about it and he was like, well, like they don't need any nervous energy from me. Like they have enough of that on their own. So he's yeah. like, it's yeah. my, and it seems like he's the same, that it's his job to just be like, yeah, nothing, nothing like just a rock. And then, yeah. you know, have the little outbursts when it's timely, I guess. Cause it's probably too, like, I mean, they're freaking out inside. They're stressed out inside. Yeah. I know that. But like to have someone that just seems calm and like if he's calm and he's not worried, I'm like, oh, we're fine. Like mm. we're good. Even though in, inside, I'm sure all those people that seem calm are, they're stressed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They have to be. Um, yes. Is is uh, is Jim your dad? Jim is my dad. Oh, he followed me today. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I actually think your mom did as well. I don't know. Two people, two raptuses. Oh my. Um, oh, well, they're probably. Is it? Yeah, this is on you. No, how do you? I don't know. They're probably watching this. They might be, yeah. But um, because I wonder, can you see viewers? I can. No, I can see the the number, but I can't see the name of. Oh, the... okay. Yeah, they're probably watching it. They are like uh... my biggest fans. They watch everything. They watch me compete. They travel with me. They're the best. Hang on, how do I find this? Maybe I can't find it. Oh. Are you trying to find his Instagram or my parent? Yeah. Susan? Susan, yep. That's your mom? Yep. And Jim is your dad. Yeah, they both follow me today. No pressure. Um, yeah, no pressure. <laughs> how Did one of them get you into CrossFit? No. Um, I actually got them sort of into CrossFit. Like, they do CrossFit workouts-ish. Um, they have a garage gym. Cool. But I started first and then my family kind of all followed along and they do some variation of crossfit now too which is really cool uh, how did you get into it then i just assumed um, like your dad your dad brought you along one day or something no no i found it oh my gosh years ago i started in 2014 um i had quit gymnastics and tried some like high school sports. I tried diving. I did cheer. I did soccer. Um, but nothing really like compared to the training I did in gymnastics. And I was just like wanting that like feeling of just like killing yourself in the gym and like feeling really proud and accomplished. And I wasn't getting that in other sports. I wasn't getting that in high school sports at least. Um, and I had heard about CrossFit for a while, and I, I remember seeing it on TV and them doing muscle-ups, and I was like, oh, What, what age were you? Mm, probably 15. And why well, did you did you stop doing gymnastics because, like, you were told, like, yeah, you're done? Or did you stop because you're like, oh, I'm kind of losing interest in this? No, I didn't lose interest. Um, I would have done it. Um probably through college if I could have, but I had elbow surgery on both of my elbows actually. And then it was like a year of basically being injured rehab. Um, and at that time I was, I was in middle school, so I was really young. And um, I had tried to come back after that and I did something else to my elbow, had a third surgery. And at that point it was just like, my body was like not cooperating with me and 
it kind of told me like, okay, let's, let's like try something else. Um, what were the, so were the elbow injuries like little niggles and stuff or was it like something grotesque? Um, so they called it, it, I think a lot of pitchers get it too. Gymnasts and pitchers, it's like okay. overuse, like repetitive pounding on your joints. And, um, they called it OCD. I don't know actually like what the long name is, but it was like little pieces of cartilage had broken off okay. and they were like floating around. So I couldn't, um, extend my arm fully and i couldn't like actually i couldn't like touch my shoulder because there was i just lost so much range of motion and so i couldn't do what i needed to do at practice um i was in so much pain so had to get those fixed no matter what if i was going to continue or not and um luckily i don't have issues now but that's ultimately what led me to make that decision yeah mm. um when you started doing CrossFit then, were you just like going to classes and stuff and doing like, you just did your on-ramp, started classes, whatever. And then was there, did a point come where you were like, oh fuck, I'm actually really good at this. Or was it the drive initially to be like, I want to be really good at this? No, I would say I took classes for the first year. Um, and then the following year was 2015. And that was the first year that they came out with teenager games or whatever mm. so you qualified through the open they took top 10 and i ended up taking 10th and so i made it to the crossfit games and it was just like cool to be there because i was so new to i had only been doing crossfit for a year and like um meeting other girls my age who like did did this and were like devoting their life to it, it was really cool but I wasn't like super serious with it. It was mainly just to stay in shape and I had a lot of fun with it. Um, and then the following year I was like, okay, I, I actually want to like do better at the games. I want to be good. And I started taking it a lot more serious. Um, and then like made it to regionals and just saw like potential in myself and realized like, I could make a career out of this one day if I really wanted to. And um, it took me a while to get to that point. But then once I did, or at least got like a taste of it, um, I was like, okay, this is, this is what I want to do. Hmm. Um, who was there? Is there anyone else currently competing now that was in your stable, say in that teenage division? Um, yeah. So Ashley Bosney, I competed okay. with her in that same division. Haley was two years younger than me. We were at the games together, though. Gabby Magala was on the podium with me in oh, 2016. Yeah, yeah. She got third. Um, who else? Uh, I feel like I'm missing people, but there's definitely a handful. Yeah. There's, there's people who don't do CrossFit anymore, but... Um, yeah, it's been kind of cool. It's been really, actually really cool to see, like, the people who have stuck it out. I think people, I think everyone kind of, like, had their time where it was just like, okay, this is, you know, like, making that jump was really mm. difficult. But then, like, you see it happen. Some people are faster than others. But, um, yeah, it's been cool to see people, like, start at whatever 16 and then like now it's you know their career um are you like is there do you like do you feel like you have a bond with those girls that you mentioned there or is it just like yeah yeah that was like teenagers whatever no I, th I think there's a bond i think it's like really cool to look back on because being able to say like you were at the first like teenage crossfit games or whatever they you know had in 2015 is cool because it's it's nothing like it is now like and I don't think it'll ever be how it was like I I went and like could barely string ring muscle-ups together like it was a totally different world then and um I think it's cool like I think it's fun to look back and just like reminisce about what it was like then and like how crazy it is now um but i will say like i definitely There's have a bond with those people the vice sisters apparently oh yeah well. uh, 
Voice, voice. I mean, Allison, <laughs> I competed with her, but I never competed with Brittany. Hmm. The, yeah. I think these are just, uh, how would you say that name? Ton, Tony, Tony Tone, Tony Tone, Tony Tone, Tony Tone, surely Tony Tone. I think they might be just like good, they're just good on family trees because they've got your parents' name from earlier on and then the wife, the wife sisters. So maybe they're just really good on family trees. Um, hello, Simon. I clicked on that by accident. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Okay, and then when, like that period of time where you were making the, like when you finished competing as a teenager, like you kind of have your work cut out for you then where it's like, oh cool, I finished on the podium as a teenager and now like I need to go and compete like with the adults or whatever. Okay. Um, was that like easier than you thought it was going to be, harder than you thought it was going to be? Like did it take longer or was it like, did it feel like it was about right, do you think? Oh, I felt like it took forever. <laughs> It was it was horrible. Like it was so hard because you go from being the best in your age group to just okay now you're thrown in with like all these twenty five year olds and you're not the like you're not the best anymore basically. And um, it was so hard because I I for some reason just like had these really high expectations for myself to make it right away and. I thought I would have like made it within a few years and it took so much more time than I thought it would be taking. And, um, I think I like pushed it so fast cause I wanted it so bad that it like, I got hurt all the time and I just wasn't being smart with training. And, um, I would, yeah, I would, I would say I just rushed it and, um, I don't know, like, if I were to go back, I don't, there's things that, like, I wish I would have, would have found Adam a long, long time ago, or, you know, had someone to tell me, like, kind of guide me, and be like, hey, it's not going to be a one-year thing, it's not going to be a two-year thing, like, it might take you five years, it might take you six years, but, like, you just need to kind of chip away at small goals, I think I was, like, so frustrated because I just had this one goal, like CrossFit games. That's all I thought about. And so every year that I didn't make it, it was just like, you failed, you failed, you failed. Like you're not good enough. And so mentally it was just so hard. And I just like, I didn't love it anymore. And it, it was like to the point where I had put so much time into it that I didn't want to quit, but I didn't want to like, I don't know. I was just doing it to like, do it it felt like and luckily I stuck it out to make it and be like okay thank god I didn't quit um but it was they were like such hard days like so hard yeah did you hear um Haley on Savannah's show explaining like that like when she took time off um mm -hmm. but she was saying that <clears throat> there was like that she was like it basically it basically sounded like she was depressed like that she was you know she'd finish um that's my medical diagnosis she'd finish uh a workout and be like in tears and like she'd just oh, be like okay. you know upset and like she was like just crying loads and like training it sounded like she was you know like training afraid like which obviously works for some people but yeah she was afraid that like oh someone else is working harder than you and someone else is doing more than you and someone else is getting better than you and blah blah and that was the driver and it sounds uh maybe like a maybe a more extreme or a more emotional version of like what you went through of those kind of moments of i don't actually like this <laughs> but like i'm yeah. so it's like when you I don't know, like you're walking through snow or whatever, and you go so far that you're like, well, I can't turn back. But like, I fucking yeah. hate this. Like, you know, it's like, I don't even know what's over this hill, but I have to keep going. Yeah. 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 And um, how, do you, how do you keep going though? Is it just great? Like, is it like, did you ever think like, oh, fuck this, I'm just stopping and take like a week off and then like, no, I need to keep going. I did say that. I, I told myself I'm done and it was after West Coast. I quit but i never actually stopped training that was you finished like sixth there right you were like yeah. just outside yeah and um i honestly forget what i was gonna say oh oh you were saying yeah the quitting part like there were there were days where it was just like yeah i i don't want to do this like i just keep coming up short it feels like um but it was like 
I knew deep down I wasn't going to quit. Like I couldn't, I just couldn't. Like I put so much work into this and I was still seeing, like I was seeing so much progress too. So it was like almost addicting where it's like, I'm, I'm getting better. Like I'm seeing progress. Like I just need a little bit more time. And so that's kind of like what strung me along. It was just like, okay, well, I'm still getting better one day. Like it'll be good enough. Um, it just took so long and it was not all fun. Were you a tank tank at West coast? Yeah. Yeah, I was. When did that relationship start with Adam and, um, I think it was 2019. So yeah, 2019. Um, and when I first started working with Adam, that was like my, the conversation, it was like, I want to make it to the CrossFit games and 19. Yeah. Like it took years with Adam, but I trusted him because I, like I said, I was seeing so much progress. Um, and I knew it was just a matter of time. It wasn't like if it wasn't like a question as if I was going to make it or not. It was just like, okay, when is this going to happen? And I kept like, I thought I was fit enough in 2019. I just didn't think, I just don't think like it was my time. I think I was just as fit like as I was maybe in 2021 at West Coast. But I think it came down more to like the workouts and a little bit of luck and things aligning opposed to now it's like, I feel like any workout could come out and I'm not going to be frazzled or freaked mm-hmm. out about it. It's like, no, I'm you, you, don't, you don't need a wheelhouse basically. You're, you're yeah. Yeah. But then I like, I did, um, I just had bigger holes and, um, yeah, it was, it was tough. Um, is CrossFit the only sport you did during that time when you were like teenager? Um, no, I did. Um, so I did gymnastics and then I did diving and then I did. I mean, like cur- concurrently, you know, like, did you like when you're doing yeah. CrossFit, you're like just doing CrossFit? Oh, when I was doing CrossFit, I was still doing um, cheer and soccer, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I do think there's definitely a link. I don't know. It, it remains to be seen because some of the current crop are still around. Like they're still, you know uh competing and stuff that have done this like say the Madeiruses um who like he was doing wrestling stopped wrestling did CrossFit and he's only done CrossFit since um oh, yeah. and like Emma Carey and people who just, like started CrossFit like essentially as a child and like yeah you know didn't do many other sports like didn't do team sports and, and I think like you saying that you did soccer and you did uh cheer like they're both team-based sports and they're both like there's camaraderie in them it's not as lonely so even if you do have those like you know doing 100 wall balls or whatever you've got that dark cave that you're in for a while then you go and you're like with 20 other people or 11 other people or 10 other people or whatever um like playing a match or sorry playing a game or uh (laughs) or doing cheer um it's like do you would you agree that there's that have you felt benefit of like being multifaceted during that time rather than just like, oh, I'm doing CrossFit and everyone else needs to go away. Um, like, do you, is the question like, do you think doing those sports help me? In yeah. CrossFit? Yeah. Not even I, helped you athletically, but like mentally, like helped you bridge the gap between like, it just, it could be just a lot to do CrossFit, just CrossFit for yeah. 10 years or whatever could be a lot like mentally and like and a bit physically I suppose as well because even yeah. like Dallin I remember Dallin saying that when he finished that last year uh, um, as a teenager he went and played softball or baseball or went and played like football uh, and stuff yeah. and where he, was, he had always avoided it before that because he was like no I can't get hurt I need to train or whatever and then he was yeah. like oh I needed that like that was my big like release or whatever mm-hmm. I mean I loved it I loved I love especially cheer um because i did competitive cheer where it was like um we had like tumbling and stunting Mm. and it wasn't just like sideline cheer where you're just cheering for a crowd yeah allison scuds did that as well i think didn't she i think who did 
Allison Scott's. I remember. I think. Oh I yeah. Said cheer, yeah. Yeah, and um, I I think cheer reminded me the most of gymnastics actually because practices were long. They were like three hours, and they were really hard. And like you would be suffering with your teammates, and I like I loved it. I thought it was really fun. Um, so I think like I'm really happy that I did high school sports mm. as much as like sometimes I would get annoyed because when you're in high school like not everyone wants to take it serious and like i always wanted to just be the best and i don't know it's hard when you're T- tumble better tumble harder yeah, like <laughs> not everyone has that goal but yeah i don't know i think it made me better do you think those people that you're on cheer with now would look at you being like an elite cross athlete and be like yep makes sense yeah i think i, I, think, <laughs> I think everyone <laughs> i don't think anyone's surprised yeah you don't have yeah because it's funny like talking to you now i don't see like that level of intensity but like i've seen you on the floor at the games and it's like it's an intense experience like watching any yeah. athlete take it on but like yeah i think it's an unmistakable trait that you can't really hide if you're intense and competitive yeah. you're just intense yeah. and competitive um like my wife is like insanely competitive like they're doing this we're both teachers and uh, she teaches, teaches at a different school than me and they're doing this steps challenge thing among the staff mm. where like they have split themselves into team uh to like compete or whatever uh and once someone used the word compete oh she, yeah so she's right. been like marching around like the house <laughs> yeah. like marching on the spot like watching tv and stuff at night and it's like what are you doing steps and, like just like you know just like red right yeah. to a ball when you say competitive um do you have oh, yeah. any out- outlets now, like say between semifinals and games, where you're doing anything? Did you like what's big? Like pickleball is big, isn't it? Or like any of those kind oh, of things? Um, yeah, I mean, a pickleball is super fun. I didn't play a ton of it this year. Um, what do I get very competitive in? Like games, like board games and stuff. Yeah, like. <sighs> I mean, me and my roommates, we play this thing called Spicy Uno. There's another game, I forget, my friend has it. And we, like, we all are all competitive, and it's so fun because it's just, like, this means nothing. And there's nothing on the line, <laughs> but, like, we all want to win. Yeah. Again, Christmas Christmas yeah. at my wife's house. Yeah, everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Growing up with my brothers, like, everything was a challenge. Like, we would just be like, okay, race you to that tree or whatever it was. <laughs> Everything was a race. Everything was a challenge. Yeah. yeah. Uh, when we're getting the kids dressed in the morning, my wife's always like, oh, let's have a race, see who gets dressed first. And I'm like, yeah, is this a good thing to be instilling in her, like in her daughter, that like it's a race? Is this a good way to get her to do what we want, to force her to race her brother? in like something she essentially can't control because we're dressing them like. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's funny. It's what fun. makes what makes Spicy Uno spicy? I know Uno, but what makes it spicy? Um, There's a little there's like different rules um so like for example the card seven means like you can't talk so everyone needs to be silent until another seven gets played and then you can talk um a six you have to like slap the table and the last person to slap the table has to draw a card I like um, it. So it's kind of like a drinking game. It's like Kings or something, like a drinking yeah. game, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. there's just like different rules to it. It's have you fun. ever have you ever played the machine Uno? Like where there's a little Oh yeah. We yeah, my parents used to have that. Yeah, we play that. Um I fucking hate that game. It's it all out. <laughs> but it doesn't like I remember like there was definitely something wrong with it one day where I hit it and like honestly three quarters of the deck came out. And I was like, what do I I need a separate room? Like I need to hang yeah. these on the wall so I can see what I have. Uh, yeah, funny. Uno's a good game though. It's fun. Um, so think tank, think this fucking hard name for an Irish person. To say. I know. Think tank um, is like I kind of was always curious about the name and about like you know I wonder how much like collaboration and stuff there really is. But like it seems like it's incredibly collaborative. Like even the the coaches, um, like say you have adam obviously but like even in that day in the life thing was a kyle was giving you mobility stuff or like activation stuff to do like separate oh, to, yeah. you know so is that common yeah. like where like max will come over and be like hey alexi Alexi, you need to do this thing or like or, or he'll talk to adam and come up with a plan or like perrin might go over and say oh maybe you should do this thing as well 
Yeah, yeah, which I think is really cool about our gym is everyone just like works together to mm. help everyone. And um, like Kyle, he's my PT, so he works, he knows everything that's going on with me. And then like he knows or he has a good relationship with Adam. So then they can talk and like create a plan for me. And I don't know, it's just like a, like you said, a collaboration. It's um, all hands on deck and like everyone has a specialty, um, which is nice. Cause then like, if I need to work on my running, then I have Brian. He is like an amazing runner and he's there on site and he can watch me and critique my form and, um, it's just nice to have um, different eyes um, and different perspectives. Well, it it kind of stops the, the like the common fear of those kind of um, training camps is like competitiveness or like a, kind of a bad atmosphere developing between athletes or between, you know, like that overly yeah. competitive stuff. But it kind of stems that or it's like it nips that in the bud a little bit as well, where it, it promotes or it, show, it like leads by example of like, well, we're all working together and we all coach different athletes and we all want each other to succeed. Ergo, you should want each other to succeed and work together. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think um, who, who, who do you train with? Have you got a training partner there? Or do you always train on your own and then just sometimes you all do the same stuff? Um, I mean, Travis, he's my main training partner, I would say. Um, but there's a, like, there's so many people on site. Um, you do, we'll a short, you do a short straw there. Travis is such a dick. That's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a bad look. Um, he is. He is. You should have him on. I've, um, had, him, I've had him on. I've had him on. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I had him on. I had him on. I had him on twice. I had him on once on his own. And I had him on once where I told a story. Like, it was so funny. Like, it's just ridiculous. There was like three of us on. And I told him a story about Um, <laughs> I told him a story about my parents getting divorced. I was kind of building up to something and he was just like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> He's just like, <laughs> like crying, laughing at me and like, why are you telling us this? Like, where is this going or whatever? I was like, it's going somewhere. Just stick with it. It didn't really go anywhere in the end, but uh, just that's one of my prevailing Travis memories is like that. Um, but no, he's really cool. Like he's, uh, he's so good. Like I met him in Madison, met him in Madrid and he's just like, he just doesn't care. He's just like, yeah, I'll like film with me, whatever, talk, like put a mic or camera yeah. don't care. Like he's just a good dude. Like he's very, yeah. um, there's Jordan Vance saying, Black oh yeah, he does, my, he does Oh, okay. Um, the uh, yeah, the, that's the story that I told. <laughs> that's the story that I told uh, <laughs> Travis. I'm not gonna retell it. Fuck it out. You can go back and find it. It's like I'll, I'll just have to ask him about it. Yeah, he. I'll ask him about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, he's a good guy. Um, speaking of, actually, just noticed it there when I pulled up Jordan that I could actually see like that there's two people in the picture and that, you know, I can see there's a flag and stuff. So I used to have like just my laptop. <laughs> so like from me, for me that obviously I'm like, what, like, I don't know, half a meter away from the desk. Yeah. But, like for me on my laptop, that would have been like a kind of a brown and pink blob and then a kind of a browner and pink one. Cause he has a beard. So it would be more brown. And then I would have been like, is that a flag or something behind them? I can't really see. Whereas like, so Savan bought me a monitor and like sent it to my house and I can see fucking everything. I can see the pictures oh, of, the, I can I see like the pictures of the people in the chat. I can actually see their pictures before I pull them up, which is like, is wow, just, this is insane. Oh my God. Before it was just so blurry. Is that what it was? Just so small. Like it was so far away and so small. Whereas now it's like, I don't know how big this is, but it's fucking big. Like yeah. I, if I, I'm looking at one side of the monitor now and now I'm looking at the other side. So like, it's quite extensive. <laughs> um um yeah so think tank and travis so obviously it was good then to have him uh because he was like fully fit unfortunately not qualifiable but like fully fit yeah after semi-finals heading up to games so it was like handy for him to have like a reason to go to the gym and train as hard as yeah. he could to push you and great for you that you had like one of the best there is there with you to push and someone who's so experienced like not that you're not but he's just he has literally been oh, there and yeah. done everything yeah i mean he's been to the games like 10 times yeah 
Yeah. No, it was uh, it was awesome. I think it helped both of us. Um, because like, you know, it sucks that there was just there's just like one route you can take to get to the games because like after the open, I think he started to like be able to use his hand. Mm. So then it's like, okay, now I have to sit back and watch. But instead of like, I mean, he, he was sad for a while and like you take the time to kind of feel sorry for yourself. But then after that, like it more so just lit a fire under his butt and was just like, okay, well, I'm going to get as fit as, can, as I can. And like, we're going to help each other and like no fitness is a waste. Like however fit you get now, it's going to help you for, you know, he's going to rogue in a month and then it's only going to make him better for next year. Um, and like, yeah, he has a really good attitude. Um, and he's very like lighthearted. makes it fun. Cause if you're just too serious all the time, it's, it's just not, it's just not, it's not fun that way, you know? Like I watched him in Madrid, like there was a lot on the table, not like a huge amount on the table, as in like he, he was in like top contention or whatever, but he had a battle on his hands to get onto the podium. And I watched him before one of the workouts, like talking across a barrier to like Noah and those guys in the crowd and like to Mike and like kind of dancing around and messing and stuff and whatever. And I was like, no way would I be chill enough to be like, way like before doing a workout like that. I'd be like, shut the fuck up. Like I need to yeah. focus. Um, yeah. yeah, but that's, that's the experience, I guess. And the, like just lightheartedness. He is. He's silly. Um, the other girls that are there then. So Ashley is there. Uh, Chloe Wilson is there now too, right? Is she there full time or visiting time to time? Visiting time to time. I'm not really sure what her schedule is but i think like every other week maybe she'll come and okay. visit um and is is it just the three of you or is there more is lauren still there or is she visiting too lauren um no she's not here um i don't know if she'll be back next year she was here all season until summer yeah. finals. Um, um yeah so is it just the three of you then really on the girl side like at that like top or pushing for the top level um yeah, I mean, there's we have a lot of semifinals athletes. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, not not like a ton of games athletes, but people that are very very fit. Um, Do you think like you? Games. So you get on well with the girls. You get on well with Chloe and Ashley and. Like, oh yeah. 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 Do you think would it be different? So you're like a perennial or a, a two-time top 10 games athlete um now like 10th last year and sixth this year congratulations mm -hmm. um and then you get on well with those girls do you think you would get on well with those as well as you do now with those girls if the three of you were top 10 games athletes or if the three of you were like top 15 games athletes um yeah i think so i think it comes down to like the personality and like who the person is um i i know that we're like all very competitive i haven't actually gotten to train with chloe yet because since she was here i was actually sick i think um man i'm fucking willing her to qualify like she's been so close so many times oh my gosh oh like my it's God. sick it's like it's and like every time it's like on oh, by like two points. Oh, and by like it's always just like right there. Yeah, it's all I know. Next year, like it'll just make I, it better when it happens, I guess. Yeah. And I think she's like I think she made the right decision to start with training think tank and work with Kyle. Like I think this will be her best year. So I'm excited for her. But yeah, I I I no matter how good anyone gets, I think um there's just like gotta be a balance between how much you compete in training um but i i think we have like a very healthy environment and if i'm like if things are getting like too competitive or whatever i have no issue saying like something to my coach and being like yeah, i'm i'm good with like this person or whatever you know like i don't need to train with this person every day or whatever it is but mm. I haven't had any issues, um, which is another reason why I like training with Travis because it's like I'm not competing with you, so yeah. doesn't matter. 
Yeah, but you can still you you don't compete against them during the season, but you can compete against them and shit talk them during the workouts. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of oh yeah, in training. Yeah. <laughs> um. Do you know what your fundraiser is up to? Do you know what the number is like roughly? I'm mind blown by the number. It's over three grand. I know that. Um. Yeah. And it's three thousand four hundred thirty-three dollars and seventy-nine cents. And it's every $25 is one mile. Yeah. Yeah. I have a lot of walking to do. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're heading for like 140 miles. Yeah. I'm, I'm changing it to like the end of the year. Like give me three, two months, I guess. Three months. And I'll finish yeah. that. I thought I thought I thought you were going to say I'm changing it to I'm not walking anymore. I'm going to cycle. <laughs> no, no, I'm going to walk. I've been walking like more in the past week than I ever do, and I'm just going to continue yeah. walking. Like it's really good to just. I mean, it's good for my dog, but it's good for me to just keep moving. I was saying the other day to Cooper, I'm like, we walk at the games. I mean, I think I like did the math it was like three miles just like to and from the calcium twice a day but then that's just that like all of the walking we're probably walking like three like four miles a day yeah so why not just get used to like walking a ton um so your body's used to it not that it might not be like that at uh where we're going next texas or whatever mm. but yeah i'll walk i'll keep walking <laughs> you just be like the forest gump of crossfit that just like Literally. i like to walk <laughs> yeah um, i mean i'm gonna have to keep like a tally yesterday was two and a half i don't know what i'm at today i walked more today um but yeah give me to the end of the year if i can have you, like, have you, so are you counting like what you walk today as part of like what you're gonna walk or is there is well, do you start walking when the fundraiser is over how do you start or when do you start oh i just started yeah uh two days ago well then fucking keep track of it why are you like i think i walked maybe i should keep track of it like yes well, keep I'm track of it to. if you're I up at like 140 down. miles you should be chipping away at it now while you can not be like oh i can't remember what i did on tuesday fuck it i'll just no, i know i have it in my phone i just don't know off the top of my head yeah yeah um brian thompson says annika greer yeah she is but she's oh, in yeah. miami and she's yeah. staying in my i meant i meant like in-house like yeah you know yeah yeah that's what i was talking about yeah I love um yeah, Wad Zombie saying get a smartwatch. Oh, you have a Wad Zombie card. Uh, mint card, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, fuck, have I got yeah, it? Yeah, it's awesome. I don't think I have it. Nick has been saying for... He, he messaged me about... I'm going to out him. He messaged me about like six weeks ago and was like, are you still at the same address? I want to send you some cards. And I was like, oh yeah, of course. Like I was like, oh, like, you know, I've bought some in the past. And I was like, yeah, of course. Nothing. You don't have them. Nothing. Nothing has happened. Nothing Dang. has happened. No he's, respect. He's full of shit. Um, no, I'm only joking. I'm kind of half joking. I'm serious. <laughs> Fuck him. Um, so the plan now is then you're so you're walking like everywhere. I'm guessing. Um, and then Water Blues. I heard you saying to Savannah, Water Blues is like that's the kind of the next landmark. Maybe. I guess. Yeah, maybe. I think. Yeah. That would be the soonest one I would do. Is it like you sit down with Adam and you say games is the total priority? So yeah. whatever, like everything else is like, oh, great if it happens. But I mean, fuck it if it doesn't. Like it's yeah. all about August or July or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's sensible. Um. Well, good luck. So on your fundraiser, people can go, if they go to your Instagram page, they yep. can find the yeah. link to, right to the donate. Yeah. yeah. So if anyone hates alexis they can donate like five hundred dollars oh <laughs> and just make her walk <laughs> so i guarantee someone will it's like sometimes someone will just be like someone rich enough will just be like fuck yeah. it and just like dump a grand and just be like no nah, best of luck i'll walk i'll walk it you'll have to just have a treadmill like one or like a true form at your house and just like constantly be on it i know that is a good idea yeah um well thank you for coming on it's been great to get to talk to you um congrats on your sixth place and everything else you achieved like thank so far you. and we're looking uh forward to seeing you back there's another potential little uh stint you could do before what if you could do fit wars um that could be good um but thanks for coming on it's been great to get to talk to you enjoy the rest of your day yeah it's daytime
there. Day, yeah, four o'clock. Yeah. 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 Thank um, you so much for me on. Oh, hang on, sorry. Someone sent me money. You're good, dude. Thank you for giving me an excuse to take a long lunch. Always oh, Allegra. Oh fuck, Allegra asked another question earlier on. Uh I have something that for you. Do you think that the gap between the teenage division and adult division and not making it has made you a better athlete? For sure. Yeah. yeah. Having to wait, like. Yeah, I mean, having to wait and like <clears throat> realizing, well, it also makes you have respect for all those people because it's like, it makes you realize how hard it is. And if it was easy, like everyone would be making it. Mm. Uh, so I think it just makes it more special because it's like, man, you know how hard all of those girls have worked to get to the games. And so it's just a lot more meaningful. 